Hey, how's it going, guys? How's it going, guys? Welcome, welcome, everybody. About to get started here. Come on. What is up, George? Who likes this song? Oh, Ari's in the all right, guys. Welcome, everybody. Good, good, uh, good afternoon, wherever you're at. We're in uh, sunny Southern California. I know there's people joining us from all across the country. We got uh, people from church, from business, from uh, just people, random people that decided to join us today. So welcome every, every single person, wherever you may be at. Uh, my name is Raul Avila, and this is Lions Discipleship. The whole point of this, uh, I'm going to go through some of the some of the uh, reasons for this uh pretty much the book that we're going over is a book called the way to win and every chapter is like four pages long and i actually send out the pdf file for it if uh you could also get it on amazon and i'll put it down on the on the chat uh in the beginning and also at the end so you guys could uh click on the link and join in so how you guys doing i'm pumped i'm pumped about today man today's gonna be a really good class titled everybody needs a coach there it is i just posted it up on on the on the chat right there so the purpose and vision and mission uh i do a bible study with my lead pastor his name's pastor obed uh at destiny church here in indio and in the coachella valley there's also a, a, a campus in the bay uh in the in the i think it's long beach area somewhere around there and um and and he's doing this book with us he we're actually on chapter five right now so that helps me build some good notes and get some of his teaching to be able to uh share with with everybody else so uh i just been inspired also by my wife my wife has been running a um a bible study for women uh for two years already and man she's let me tell you man if you don't know my wife she's very bold you know and and uh she hasn't stopped and and i was thinking you know what I've always had it in my heart to to help men, you know, uh, help myself and help men, you know, because because uh, I know that men have a different um, different uh, ideas, different thought process than women. So the purpose of this men group is to grow as a man, you know, so, you know, to to basically grow as the man that God called us to be, to be an example, a godly example of what a man should be when i was in college uh, i joined a group called hermanos unidos it was a club it was in a fraternity and the whole point of this organization was to build in spanish they call it el nuevo hombre the new man the new man um because hispanics it was more like a hispanic thing and and in la in the 1980s and 90s hispanic men were were uh you know uh you know the gangsters that killed people you know they they had a bad reputation also the machistas that that you know that that treat women like crap and and uh you know you know what i'm talking about right some of us still have a little bit of residue of that <laughs> so uh so there's there needs to be changes in into becoming the new man that god called us to be to grow and and also to grow our love for God and our family and execute and execute in the marketplace as well uh, to build God kingdoms and also it's not a meeting just so you could you know just to put another thing on your schedule men already have really really busy schedules in fact today's meeting we're joined by my pastor uh, pastor Nate and and we're going to be jumping back and forth and co commentating uh, more like a podcast I would like that like uh, not like an interview um, 
and and it's going to be really good man so special today so uh so it's definitely not going to be just another meeting where you're going to waste your time and stuff like that the goal is to help you win in all areas of your life that you care about the most so the rules of this is this is not religion right this this is not uh, us shoving jesus or church down your throat or people's throat what happens here stays here and put your ego aside this is re being recorded only on the commentary side and the and the and the content side but uh but i will stop the recording once we open it up for discussion because we do have discussion questions after every chapter as well uh and collaboration i believe in collaboration collaboration is a powerful currency which is what this chapter really is all about man getting feedback what does a coach do a coach gives you feedback a coach gives you an opportunity for you to grow and give you feedback so i'm gonna just go through uh some of the main points of this chapter because i did send out the link so i'm assuming that some of you guys read it some of you guys are like man just just read it for me bro <laughs> i'm not a reader right uh really appreciate that but but you know what guys another another um uh thing that i want to put out here for this meeting is open up your mic you know like if you have something to say share it because you never know who is listening that you're gonna that you're gonna that that is gonna be like exactly what they needed to hear you know um in fact i know there's people in this room as i see i know there's people in this in this room that that i want to hear from you know i definitely want to hear your take on it because you know because i i look up to you and i hear and i see that you that you have uh and i know that you have wisdom to share with all of us so don't, definitely don't hold back right guys if you want to jump in you could interrupt me that's totally cool it's open mic okay so everyone needs a coach let me ask you a question what do you think of the word coach when somebody says coach what is it right who comes to mind who is your coach do you have a coach right so it doesn't see it says right here it doesn't matter how good you are what matters is how good you're going to be and the thing about how good you're going to be is that you could you could you could get better and learn from your mistakes, but smarter is people that learn from other people's mistakes. And a coach has been there, done that. A coach is somebody that that you look up to, and he is where you want to be. So you you hit him up and you say, "Hey, you know what? I, I that's you are ultimately what I want to be when when I you know when I further when I'm further down in my career when I grow up, right? Um, so what you do is you you know uh, you you seek a mentor you seek a coach so that they could guide you again they've been there done that so they'll guide you through the process and what to do and what not to do a coach knows the landmines right a coach has lost his legs so he knows hey don't go right here because they're landmines so that you don't lose your legs does that make sense they help you reach levels of performance you could not have achieved on your own on your own so think about it guys how do professionals get great pastor nate are you in the house Oh, yeah, he is. I see him. You can jump in, uh, Pastor Nate. How do professionals get great? See, number one is you could go, you could, you could, it says right here, you can manage your own improvement. So in other words, you, you, you go by trial and error, you, you, um, you go out, you slop it up, you mess it up, you get your nose bloody, you lose a couple teeth. And then you're like, I ain't doing that again, right? Um, or you could find somebody that could guide you so that you won't lose your teeth, right? So that you could uh, uh, go step by step and, and get feedback every step along the way. Hey, you know what? If you improve this, if you do this in every, you could do this in every career and in every area of your life. Um, they have what's called the bird's eye view, right? 
Because sometimes even me, when I uh, when I um, when I'm doing something, we get so into what we're doing, we get kind of like a tunnel vision. We we uh, we have those blinders on, and we just we're just laser be focused and doing the things that we want to do. But what happens is that we don't realize if we're doing something wrong or we're doing something bad, or or how many of you have started doing something good, and then what happens? You kind of deviate to your old ways. Right. And then you forgot. Oh, man, I should. I was. And then and then and then a coach in, or you hear a coach tell you, you should do you should do it like this. And then you remember, yeah, I was doing it like that. But I don't know what happened that I stopped doing it. And then you started deviating away from the right way because you were so tunnel vision, so focused on doing your thing. And. Um, what do you guys think about that, man? Isn't that true? Look at this. Great coaches see beyond what you are to what you could be. Great coaches challenge your thinking and test your will. Great coaches build disciplines to transform potential into ability. Great coaches don't allow you to ignore reality. They, com they confront you with the truth, right? They tell it like it is. And they, they love you enough to tell you the truth because it, you know if, if you sugarcoat it, then, you know, then how is that helping you, right? Great coaches understand that attitude and effort are more important than immediate outcomes. No one truly does anything worthwhile by themselves. And for a man, I know that this is a hard pill to a tough pill to swallow because, well, I'll get into it right now. We want to we want to know that we um, are able to figure it out ourselves, right? On our own, you won't come close to the heights you're capable of because no one reaches their maximum potential in all areas of their lives without a coach so what is a coach's job man a coach is maybe you're a coach right um and also you should be a coach um in fact every single one of these meetings i'm going to challenge you to start your own small group maybe not now immediately maybe in the future but always be thinking how can i help somebody else how can i coach somebody i mean you you're getting coached you're getting fed but the whole idea is that you're full so that you could feed others right so that you could um, uh, turn around and help those just like somebody helped you. Great coaches understand that attitude and efforts are more important than their immediate outcomes. So what is a coach? Check this out. A passion. A coach has a passion to develop, to guide, to prepare, and to equip those in their care to become the absolute best possible version of themselves. How about that definition of a coach? That's pretty good, right? So why do why do men, all right, because this is a men's group, right? Why do men not reach out to get a coach? Why, why do we have such a hard time doing that? Because that's that's the whole point of this chapter is to understand the importance of having a coach. And right now, Pastor Nate is gonna is gonna chime in on this. Why do we have a hard time reaching out and asking for help? And in this book, it talks about there's three reasons why. Number one is we feel bad. Uh, we feel bad about asking for help, right? Let me ask you a question. What percentage of men do you think ask for directions? Probably not a lot. Probably not a big percentage of men ask for direction. Call it drive. Call it pride. Call it ego. That is determined to prove he's wrong. He's strong, I mean. He's powerful. He's significant. We as men want to win and we want to demonstrate our value and that we are significant, that we want 
we want to win and we want to demonstrate the value that we are significant, that we want to succeed on the basis of our talents, of our abilities, and our hard work. Okay, but the, but the thing is that that's a flawed mindset. I like to always say, always ask for help. Always ask for help because there's somebody that knows, knows it better, been there, done that, and could guide you to get there faster, right? You could get there eventually on your own, but if you have somebody that's coaching you and guiding you, you could get there faster. And also, um, so it says right here, here's a fact, guys. Here's something I wrote down, fact right here. I want, you, I want to give you permission to invest in yourself. If you're going to reach your maximum potential and become the man that God created you to be, you need a coach. Another thing about, uh, we feel that three things that, that people, that men don't ask for help is because we think that it doesn't apply to spiritual things. And having a coach, and that one's kind of like, I don't know, common sense, uh, erroneous, because we do know that um, if we're it, that sometimes men think, well, it's, it's, be, it's my relationship between, between me and God. And I don't need any man who is, you know, who is, who is human, right? Is a sinner and falls short of God's glory to guide me or to coach me. If I could get the coaching directly from God. And, uh, and, and to be honest, uh, I, I disagree with that. And that's an, an, an erroneous mindset. And the last one is that we're not coachable. Here's something that I heard one time, guys. Are you coachable or are you chokeable? Are you coachable or are you chokeable? Some of us are chokeable, man. Seriously, man. Like, come on, let's be honest. People see the thing is that we all seen the, the super talented athlete, the young leader uh, with incredible potential. The problem is his attitude. They view input from a coach as insignificant, a necessary evil, and an absolute, and an obstacle that, that, must, um, that needs to be overcome. People have always had challenges with authority. Ask yourself, ask yourself this question, do I have challenges with authority figures? Have I always, like when somebody tells me what to do, do I have challenges with that? Of course, nobody likes to be told what to do like a little boy, right? Um, but if it's somebody that has your best interest in mind and wants to help you and guide you, how do you, how do you respond when that person that cares about you gives you feedback? How do you respond? Do you respond by like automatically putting up a wall and saying, Hey, you know, you do you, I, let me do me. Or do, or, or, or do you, or do you go into in humility mode and say, you're right. You know what? That's a good point. That's something to think about, man. I've never looked at it that way. What is your immediate response, guys? Because, because that determines whether you are chokeable or you are coachable, right? It says it may be more difficult today than ever before because in our culture, we have, dang, check this out, man. This is so good. We have unprecedented access to information. We could Google anything, right? We could YouTube something, do it yourself. We don't like to ask for help. Now with, with more information, see, in pre, it says right here, in previous generations, you had to go to an, author, uh, to an authority figure or somebody that knows what they're doing and ask them to figure it out. Usually an older authority figure, a parent, teacher, a boss. And now you could go to Google and YouTube and, uh, and, and tell yourself you don't need anybody anymore. 
coachable people don't receive correction or coaching as criticism or rejection. They take it for what it is. And guys, this is how you should always look at your coach. Invaluable wisdom. Been there, done that. Invaluable wisdom. People who are insecure and defensive, they deflect criticism. They always have a reason why it's someone else's fault. And man, this one got me big time. Check this out. And eventually, they even mock the person who's trying to help them get to the, where they want to go. Don't rebuke. And in Proverbs chapter 9, verse 8 says, do not rebuke a mocker or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise and they will love you. So don't be defensive. Don't make excuses. And predetermine, guys, to give to empower your coach, to tell them, hey, I give you permission. I give you the green light. I give you permission to be honest with me. I give you permission to tell me the truth. When I'm messing up, I give you permission to guide me, to, to, to set me in the to set me straight, to get me in the right direction. And I promise I won't take it personal or be defensive or insecure. I will be coachable, not chokeable. Pastor Nate, are you in the house? Talk to us, coach. Hey, Pastor Raul, how are you? Thanks, guys, for uh, joining all of us. I'm sorry I've been having phone calls, so I've been popping in and out. You know, Raul, one of the things I'd say that I think sometimes we, as men, have a problem being coached. I think it's because it's, and you've certainly said the opposite of it. I think it's pride um, because it does take humility to say I need help. And I think every one of us, when we really, like coaching is like a modern term. The ancient term could be discipleship or even mentoring in the past. Um, but I, I have to say, I think every person that's on this call needs coaching, needs mentoring, needs somebody to come and even disciple them. And the only way I think sometimes you get to the next level is by other people coming alongside and helping you. Because a lot of times you don't see your flaws. And when you're coached, the coach sees your flaws. And the person that's there to disciple, disciple you sees your flaws. And even like Proverbs says, iron sharpens iron. The countenance of one man can sharpen that of another and it's that whole idea of how you sharpen a blade. It um, sparks are going to fly. Sometimes it don't feel good. Um, but I think at the end of the day, each of us are called to a place of a posture of humility. And if we're humble, every person here can be coached. And every person on this call can be better. And I believe that's God's plan for each of us. That truly there are people that can add years of experience to your life to make you better. And one of the things I would say, like in the marketplace, for me... I've always tried I have that literally in in day and weeks add years to your life experience and add so much wisdom to what you're doing. And and you tipped it on the thing about Google. I'm not here to say necessarily anything against Google, but Google's not gonna really give you the very specific advice you're gonna need for your life. So um, Google might be able to tell you how to become a millionaire. It might even tell you how to build a nuclear bomb. Uh, but the, the actual reality of Googling things, it does not always give you the right answers for your life. So Google doesn't know the answer to who your wife is. It doesn't know the answer to who your kids are. Um, Google doesn't have the specific answers for your spirituality, et cetera, et cetera. So Google's a great resource for finding um, raw data, but it is certainly not the way that you're to be coached. You need somebody that knows you, that loves you, that has your best interest at heart, and as well, who's maybe a step or two ahead of you 
that can help you sort of move down the, the road a little bit further. So to every guy on this call, I would just say, man, we all need coaching. There's not a single guy on this call that does not have wisdom in them that would help me and will help other men on this call to move us further down the road, whether it be closer to God, closer to our financial goals, closer to a better family, whatever you're wanting, you need to make sure that you're interacting, going out of your way um, to allow that to happen. You know, as I look at some of the guys that are on this call, one of the guys that's amazing, um, Corey, I'm gonna give you a shout out. You always are an open vessel for advice, for love. You are passionate. I'm gonna tell you something to have the maturity of this young man. He's on the call right now. Um, I'm gonna guess probably in your 20s, freshly married, just had your first baby. I can promise you in 10 years, you're gonna be first humility that you sort of live out. And so to every guy on this call, we need coaches, we need mentors, we need people to disciple us. It adds years to your life and those years can be added in hours and days so long as you have the right mentor. So to everyone here, guys, open yourself up, be a receiver, be somebody who says, you know, I'll, I'll put down what I'm doing to spend time with you. And for me as a pastor, I've always tried to honor, um, you know, even the older generation, it seems like a lot of times the guys that have went before us, and I'm speaking of, you know, ministers in their 70s, 80s. When I have a chance to sit down with a minister that's in his 70s and 80s and has really done a lot of life, I gain so much by that. Like they give perspective that I don't have because sometimes I'm down in the valley fighting and they're standing on a mountain saying, hey, I've been through this and I've been through that. So to every one of you here um, in this idea of mentoring, um, in this idea of discipling, in this idea of coaching, we all need it. And I'm going to be honest with you. You sometimes need an older, more experienced voice to speak into your life. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of um, where we're at physically right now, Coachella Valley, there's a lot of older guys that have a lot of wisdom and I'll go sit down, take them to lunch, go out of my way, like just whatever I got to do so that I get them into my life because their coaching, their advice is going to take me further than I could go on my own. That's awesome. I was thinking when you were, when you were talking about uh, Googling stuff, uh, I read somewhere, I don't remember where, but I read, you can't Google experience. <laughs> can't Google experience. Who wants to jump I, in? I mean, Go for you guys. Yeah, I would even say like Google, the idea of Googling stuff can be dangerous. Because I mean, as, as we look at it more, Google's trying to just uh, push at us information to sell stuff, right? They're not necessarily trying to make us better people. And so a lot of times when you're Googling stuff, you only go to that first page. In some ways, they say it's almost like evil what Google is doing. They're just trying to sell us stuff, and it may not be what we're trying to buy. And it certainly is not going to give you the experience that you need to have. Absolutely. How about you guys? What what is what is having a coach or what is uh, having a mentor mean to you guys? Go for it. Why do you feel that men, in your opinion, have a hard time getting coached or or looking for a coach? Uh, you know, maybe they know that they have to go like in your business an apprenticeship because they want to be great at what they do, but they have a hard time doing what you're what you're coaching them to do. Why do you why do you think that is, guys? You know, Raul, I'll speak to that initially. And I think so it's gonna be pride, right? So human pride in the way yeah. of progress. And so a lot of times our pride, especially as men. Um, you can sort of look at the development of a young boy, how, how like if you develop, it, it's sort of like known as strength if you do it on your own. And I think sometimes we apply that to, to life. And a lot of times we're in over our head, right? So we don't know the next five steps. We don't know what's ahead of us. And so that's why I really go back to like, hey, you need to be humble enough. So get rid of the pride, 
practice some humility, which is a biblical concept, which is a great concept. People that are learning and growing have humility. People that are stuck, oftentimes are stuck because of pride. And so pride manifests itself in all kinds of ways. So the people that are humble are usually those that are growing and thriving. Um, and so I just encourage every guy, man, demonstrate some humility. Um, Raul, one other thing you talked about a minute ago, and I think it's important, you talked about like mentoring as well. So if you're being mentored, mentor somebody else. And I remember one, one really wise pastor I know told me, he said, make sure you reach three up and three down. And the concept he has was you need to be reaching the three guys that are better than you or, you know, like that are further along in whatever you're trying to do. So if it's in the marketplace, some guys that are successful as a tattoo artist, as an entrepreneur, as a financial advisor, like reach up and try to get at least three guys that can speak into your life. And that's on you. So reach up, but then find the three other people that you're trying to help along that, that maybe haven't got as advanced or haven't got as, as much success or their company's not as big or all those things and reach and help three down. So it's important to also reach up and reach down but I do think oftentimes to answer that direct question, I think it's, uh, a lot of times pride will get in our way of getting help.